Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. We're Kenneth and Gloria Copeland. Ooh, we're going to have a good time today. You're going to be glad you came. Father, we thank, thank you, you for the Word. We thank you for sending Dr. Caroline Leaf to us and the the ministry gift that you have placed in her and the vast wisdom that she has concerning our, our physical brains. And you're, you're giving us this information you, that not only gives us uh, the, the potential that you created in us, but it opens the doors and opens the ways to, to live a long, satisfied life mm. instead of a life full of chaos and sickness and mm. disease. And we thank you for it, <laughs> sir. You, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. I want to go over here to this scripture in, um, in 1 Timothy 6. And while, while we're looking up this scripture, don't forget to download your, your notes today, kcm.org slash notes on, on today's broadcast and all the outlines of all the scriptures and everything there. Now, notice he, he was, he's, he's writing to Timothy and he's talking to him uh, about, about teaching and, mm-hmm. and actually mm-hmm. dealing with people. Mm-hmm. He's talking to him about other ministers, and he's talking about, about his congregation yes. and so forth. And in verse 3, he says, If any man teach otherwise, and consent not to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the doctrine which is according to godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing, but doting about question and strifes of words, whereof cometh envy, strife, railings, evil surmising, perverse disputing of men of corrupt minds. So now a corrupt mind produces a corrupt brain, mm-hmm. which will corrupt the whole physical body. Darkness. Exactly. exactly. That's this thing that we were saying earlier on, bro, you didn't like this. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Amen. Toxic thought. All right. Now, let, let's go then now to... Um, Second Timothy chapter two, verse 20. In a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth or mud pots, some to honor, some to dishonor. If a man therefore will purge himself now, he's, he's not talking about God purging him. He's talking about if he will purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor. So to be a vessel of gold and not mud is our decision. You have to make the decision to change your mind and to do those things 
that God has already yeah, said do. That's the reason he said, my thoughts are higher than yours, but don't stay down there. Come up here and think, with me. and think with me. Come on up here and think with me. And he immediately pointed to the Word of God, Isaiah 55th chapter. Well, the uh, life of a mud pot is not very good. I remember that. Well, <laughs> and, and you know what he's, ta he's talking about? He's talking about vessels here. Yeah. And, and this, this, is where, this, this is where I want to go with this. Like mud pots hold mud. Gold pots good. hold gold. Gold pots are very precious. And God didn't create you and me to be mud pots. He, right. he didn't do that. We're in His likeness. We're, we're, we're gold where He's gold. We're silver where He's silver. I had the Lord say this to me, and, it, and it's still, the thought of it just, it, 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 it'll electrifies my thinking. I noticed when I was, I was just turning 70 years old mm -hmm. and um, I noticed some things began to take place in my physical body. I started thinking about that. Well, and on my, on my mother's side, uh, the, um, I, I took more after her side of the family than, than I did my dad's. And they, my mother died at 77. My grandfather died at 76. My great-grandfather died at 76. I'm, in fact, um, I, I saw the census of them and, and it, it wasn't but just a little while before this. And I was looking at in the ancestry.com yes, thing, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I'm looking at I'm looking at all my ancestors here, and they 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 started dying in their seventies. And now where I am right now, I've, I've outlived them all. Amen. Well, I got thinking about that. Of course, the devil's trying to get me to dwell mm -hmm. on that. And I noticed I began to I, I began to have some physical situations and stuff. Well, of course, I went to the Lord about it. Good for you. And and I said I'm 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 not I'm not going to do this and 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 I'm I'm asking him to help me with it and so forth. Well, here's where he took me. That's what I'm getting to. Yeah. He said, "You are born again, not of corruptible seed, but of pure by the word of God, which lives and abides forever." The scripture says we are born from above. It says Jesus is born from above. Jesus was born of the Word in the earth. When, when God raised him from the dead, he raised him with his Word. And here's what the Word of the Lord came to me saying. He said, your spiritual DNA is after me. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's good. Now he said, you fix your mind on your spiritual DNA, not your natural DNA. Very good. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Now, when I did that, I, I noticed the, the spiritual DNA arrested that descent. Now, here, here's what just, oh, he said, I want you to realize you are, Ephesians 5.30, yeah. you are bone of Jesus' bone. 
You are flesh of His flesh. Now that's not spiritual DNA. That's, that's flesh. That's body too. Mm -hmm. That's flesh. We are members, the bodies, the, the, the Word says, our bodies are members of Him, not just your spirit. Well, He said, you are, if you only knew it, He said, you are Jesus Christ, exact twin. Wow. wow. You're born in His likeness. Mm -hmm. You're That's born true. in His image by the same Word. And the same. Uh, oh man, that's incredible. what that does that's for your thinking. You're born a new creature. Oh yeah. So everything's. Oh yeah, the Greek text says you're a species. When it, when it says uh, you are a new creation, old things passed away and all things become new, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 and 18. The, the Greek text there says you are a species of being that never yes. existed before. Every born-again individual is a unique species of being, born of God. God. Now, somebody watching is thinking, well, how do I do that? So today, we'll tell them how <laughs> yeah. to get Amen. born again. Hallelujah. Well, and, and uh, now, but now think, about, think about all of this is based on your decision. Mm -hmm. It started with your decision to make Jesus Lord of your life. It, began, it was your decision to put His Word in first place. It was your decision to believe the Word. It was, everything is based on our decision, not God's. He made His decision. He has chosen us. Now we have to make the decision right. to choose Him. Him. Praise now, God. I said all that oh, to get, <laughs> I'm going somewhere with it. And, and I'm going, I, I'm a, I want to, I want to dump this over on you. <laughs> what I'm trying to do here. Okay. Now, once this, um, you, you, you talked about your unique gift. Mm -hmm. That's what, that's what got me started yes. going down God this line. Right, we were talking yeah. about that yesterday. Yes. Your unique gift. You are uniquely you yes. and, and, and it's developable. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. It, it's not going to, it, it the, the, the shortest time of this is going to be while you're on the earth. Exactly. You're going to continue with this throughout eternity. You're going to grow from now on. You can't ever stay static in Amen. God. That's it. Now the, the point that I'm, that I'm pressing for here. I want to get in touch with that, um, the uniqueness, um, the, uh, I want to get inside. I, I, I want to get out of all this out here and I want to get inside here. I want to become God inside me minded, minded. I want my mind, I want my mind like his. I, I want to think like him. I want to act like Jesus. I want to talk like him, think renewed. like Have him. When I do, I get his results. Exactly. So I know God has, has developed this in your life and ministry for 30 plus years now. Help us to uh, to take someone that this this is all just brand new to yeah. that I can actually do this. Now, 
help us get in there and get into the, get into the inside and the structure of this and, and, and how I change my mind. Okay. Well, what you've, the foundation you've laid is outstanding. And there's certain elements that you've pointed out that are totally spirit, spiritual, obviously, and scientific. So the one is purging ourselves, making the decision ourselves. It starts with me. It starts with me recognizing that I have to look at myself differently. And how do I look at myself through God's eyes or through the world's eyes? So it starts with me making a decision. We have to move away from the mindset that someone else is going to do it for you, the therapist, the pastor, the whatever. So that's a very important place to start. So you can't find you until you actually realize that I have to find me. Okay, and then once I recognize that, I have to recognize that I have to find me aligned with God. So it's God in me. So obviously to be born again is priority. You'll never really know who you are until you're born again because you have to be born again, all, this, all the reasons that you've been speaking about. It. So once we are born again in Christ, we've got this totally different, how does Christ see us? You know, flesh of his flesh, bone of his bone, mind, all the, having the mind of Christ and the scriptures you read out all say <coughs> something very significant. They are, can be all summed up in one word, wired for love. Okay, so to understand wired for love and to understand this uniqueness, um, I, how do you describe infinite? How do you describe this brilliance, this incredible infinite uniqueness? It's incredibly difficult, but I ask God, I can't sit in front of a patient and give them a whole bunch of science and a whole bunch of stuff that does, but I've got to give people practical tools and that's what you're asking me for. What is the practical side of understanding this? So the set, other thing I want to say before I explain the practical side is that because of our hugeness, because of this, what you've just, the scriptures you've read, because of this uniqueness that is spiritual and unlimited, no evaluation could ever do justice to your brilliance and to your uniqueness, but it can just touch and hint. So that's what, what I've tried to do is I've tried to touch and, and help people. And the, and the word that came into my spirit when you were praying at the beginning of the broadcast was don't compromise. We are compromising. We've allowed ourselves to compromise. God said if you are made in his image, he means made in his image. Wired for love means that. I made you perfect. You choose to go down your own pathway. In other words, love, perfection, these are our normal. Don't compromise and settle for second best. I, I, go. I just see something. <laughs> now we know why I can do all things. things. We can do this thing. We can do. All well, things. I just can't just do it. Things. I'm just, you know, no, no. No, shut, just, just shut that up. Exactly. You are created in his image. You are exactly like Jesus and you have the mind of Christ. You have his anointing. You have his word. Mm. Now change your mind. Exactly. So I can use my mind to say I can't or I can use my mind to say I can. And that's a choice that God is offering us. He knocks on the you door. Just you just got all over me. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, you just got on me. You didn't know it. I was watching your DVD, but you didn't know it when you said, you think you're bad at math. You're not bad at math. You told yourself you were bad at math because you had a bad experience. Yes, I did. And it marked me in the seventh grade. I look back on it. And I don't have time going all that. But I, I dodged mathematics and all these different, and I never would have had anything to do with it if I hadn't wanted to fly airplanes exactly. worse than I wanted to, you so know. you overcame. So your mind overcame but, that. So your gift came out. It was right here. 
You didn't care about math, but you did want to fly airplanes. I wanted to fly airplanes. So you had a purpose. So God gave you a drive and a passion to fly. And through that, he lifted your your math skill because you have to be. It was amazing just watching you on that DVD. (laughs) And I thought, yeah, hey, I have have the mind of Christ. I mean, and if I didn't have the spiritual capacity to function in the mind of Christ, he wouldn't, I wouldn't have it in the first place. No. That means that I can do mathematics. Exactly. Yeah, after all these years. Exactly. The, the, the I can do was the thing that hit me so hard really years ago and, it, and it's still doing it. And that's, that's, that's what I want you to get right now. I can do this thing. I mm-hmm. can, he's my Lord, he's my savior and I'm his, he loves me and I love him. Now let's get this thing done. And don't compromise in the process because as we compromise, we pull our gift down. We actually inhibit the structure of our brain to release because it's the tools through which we're releasing our gift. So our mind has to activate the brain to allow what God has placed within us to release. That is, that is so good. Wow. Yeah, and that's, that's coming through that connection with the Spirit of God. Now, I don't know if we have time in this broadcast for me to explain the whole profile, but concept, we can maybe talk about that in, in tomorrow's broadcast, but I can start introducing the concept. But this whole thing of, of compromise is extremely important. So if we, if we stop saying I'm not perfect and stop saying I'm wi- not wired for love and look at ourselves differently. So let me show you a different view. If we, can, we, can we look at this picture over here? Sure. This picture of this brain over here. Can you see these seven different colors? Okay, now the colors don't mean anything. What means something here is that there's seven different areas. Okay, so this is our brain, our literal brain can be, our brain, okay, this is a plastic version obviously, but this brain can be literally broken up into seven different pillars that goes all the way through the entire brain. And what that means is that these are pillars of thought. Okay, and those pillars of thought science has shown is they cross over the different structures and the different circuits and the different neurotransmitters and chemicals. But essentially they are pillars of thought that when they are um, activated, our thinking um, moves through those different pillars to produce the uniqueness of how we think. So it's kind of like um, it's it's a um, way of literally flavoring the way that the actual brain, how we process information. So literally what it means is that we, as you are listening to me now, each of you and each person on the broadcast is processing my words through these seven pillars. But Mm -hmm. each and every single one of us processes those words totally differently. So we all have the same pillars, same brain structures, but how we use those seven pillars of thought produces our uniqueness. So that's a very almost crude way of explaining our brilliance. So taking this a little deeper, if we, if um, how each and every one of us has our own unique way that we will actually utilize those pillars. What that does is that as you are thinking, you, um, your thinking goes through a process of digestion. And it's like, for want of a better word, and you know when we eat something, we don't just swallow the apple and the digest. We actually go through a distinct process of mm-hmm. digestion. Well, thinking does the same thing. As you are processing what I'm saying now, you are going, you are every two seconds going through these seven pillars of thought in your own unique way, which is different to Gloria, different to mine, different to every single other person. But it will produce an end result, which is your unique take or understanding of this information. So the seven pillars of thought 
are like a house of wisdom. And that's Proverbs 9 verses 1 through 11. I use that as a scriptural foundation for this. That mm -hmm, a house mm -hmm. is built on seven. I've actually got it here. A house is built. Yeah, the wisdom is on seven on pillars. On seven pillars. And what, what, is, what is the scripture? Uh, Proverbs 9, 9. Uh, 1 through 11. And it talks about how wisdom has built her house and she's carved its seven columns and mm -hmm. she's prepared a great banquet. So the implication there is there's a preparation. There's a building process going on. There's a banquet. There's a house built on seven pillars. There's a, a banquet that's building. When you are processing thought, you are building a thought and you are building your thought through these seven different pillars. And when you use all seven different pillars in your designated way, in your designed way that God has designed you, your gift will be in operation. You'll be thinking clearly. Your mind will be aligned with God because He designed you. So He laid down a unique way that you use those and it's different to me. So IQ measures, the personality test categorize, the geodesic movement is based on this concept yeah. where each and every person is unique. So there's around about 8 billion people, which means that there's around about 8 billion ways that you can use those seven different pillars. And someone will say, oh, how could that possibly be? Okay, hold your hands up there. All right, we've all got fingers. And all of those billions of people have fingers. There's no two fingerprints alike. Are the same. Right. Same with your voice. If you, Whoa. Your voice is Your voice different. print is it's also totally, totally different. different. Totally unique. So the way you use your brain. God is concept. God. You understand? Exactly. <laughs> he is. Think what he's done. Exactly. And what does that make out of us? Exactly. Girl, you done preach me happy. <laughs> how, much, how much time we got to? Think about this scripture. It says, be transformed. By the renewing, renewing of your mind. mind. I mean, that just says it right there. Yeah. By the Word of God, you get transformed. In other words, something happens to you when you get born again, you're a new creature. But that new creature has to be transformed on the outside. You have to work. It has, to yeah, it has to come the from the inside out. Starts on the inside and comes on the outside. And then everything changes for good or good or good or. And now we're out of like time. That. Oh, that was good. I like that. I tell you what, we, we just get there and then they... I know, then it's finished. Then they turn things off. <laughs> we'll be back in just a moment. We hope you enjoyed this teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org slash notes.